And welcome back, or welcome to Mountain Mama's Famous Fantasy Football League Podcast. I'm your host and commission, Tyler Wood. It's late Tuesday, September 29th, and week three is over. And as expected, some good matchups throughout our league this weekend. Mix in some upsets, and we've got a stacked up standings board. Competitive league, gotta love it. Let's go ahead and get started with some injury news and notes from the weekend so far. We'll start with the Wolves, my squad. And MRI revealed running back Chris Carson suffered a minor knee sprain in week three against the Cowboys. NFL Network's Tom Pelissero said Carson has a chance to suit up in week four against the Dolphins. Carson's practice involvement will be worth tracking all week. Wide receiver Jamison Crowder remained limited in Tuesday's practice, making him limited for back-to-back days now after failing to practice last week and sitting out the Jets' dismal loss to the Colts. It's possible Crowder ends up a game-time call for this Thursday's showdown with the Broncos. Tight end Jared Cook left his Week 3 game against the Packers with a groin injury. Cook was limping badly before he was taken to the locker room. For Ryan, we got wide receiver Mike Williams. He left his Week 3 game with a hamstring injury and received treatments on the sidelines. NBC's John Clark said wide receiver Deshaun Jackson's hamstring is not considered too serious. The injury-plagued veteran didn't return to the team's Week 3 game against the Bengals. For Luke, wide receiver Deontay Johnson is officially in the concussion protocol as expected. Johnson left early in Week 3 and will have to clear tests before suiting up again. For the Senators, wide receiver John Brown missed most of the second half on Sunday with a calf injury. For the blackout, Tampa Bay Times' Rick Stroud reports wide receiver Chris Godwin could miss multiple games with a hamstring injury. He's expected to miss this week for sure, but the quick turnaround in week five as they play on Thursday night could make it tough for him to return then as well. For the Rampage, running back Tariq Cohen has been placed on season-ending IR with a torn ACL. Cohen had never missed an NFL game in his career to this point, and he also recently signed a three-year, $17.25 million extension earlier this month. Cohen joins Marlon Mack as the second Rampage running back to hit the season-ending IR. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports wide receiver Michael Pittman underwent surgery to repair compartment leg syndrome in his calf. Rappaport adds that Pittman will likely be back in time for Indy's Week 8 game against the Lions. For the Storm Chasers, Chargers coach Anthony Lynn said he's not in a position to rule out quarterback Tyrod Taylor for Week 4 against the Buccaneers. He also said his number one concern is getting Taylor healthy before figuring out who the starter will be moving forward. For Dave, running back Phillip Lindsay remained limited on Tuesday's practice. Broncos didn't actually practice on Tuesday, but they had to estimate that he would have been limited for back-to-back days. He did get in a limited session last Friday before failing to suit up against the Bucs, so he is probably on the wrong side of questionable for Thursday night's game against the Jets. Raiders coach John Gruden said he's concerned about the injury for rookie wide receiver Henry Ruggs. He declined to give an update until the trainers had more results, but as it stands, It sounds as if Ruggs will miss a handful of games with a hamstring injury. And then finally for the Hellcats, tight end Dallas Goddard placed on IR with an ankle injury. 
Per NFL Network's Mike Garofolo, there's hope Goddard is ready to return when he's first eligible in three weeks. And now let's move on to the week three recaps. The first game we'll take a look at is Eric defeating myself 147.42 to 117.46 as he comes back and wins it on Monday night. With that point total, Eric set a Rampage franchise scoring record dating back to week 5 of the 2016 season. This also moves him into 10th, passing Bryson Williams and Christian. For Eric, he had 8 starters in double figures. Uh, he was led by the quarterback of the week, Patrick Mahomes. So he was 31-42 of 42 for 385 yards, 4 tutties, and also added 26 yards and a rushing touchdown scoring 40 40 points last night. Matt Ryan struggled, but also added another touchdown pass. The running back struggled, but still combined for 28, as Zeke and Gurley added a touchdown apiece. Four more touchdowns were added between the three receivers, Mike Evans, Emmanuel Sanders, and DK Metcalf, who led the group with four catches for 110 yards and a touchdown. But he also had an embarrassing fumble at the goal line that would have added another touchdown for him. Tight end of the week, Eric Ebron added five catches for 52 and a touchdown for my Steelers. And then finally, my Steelers defense had a pick, five sacks, but they fell just one point shy of double digits. For myself, the Wolves, we had five starters and double figures. At the quarterback position, Deshaun Watson and Matthew Stafford added four total touchdowns. Running backs, Nick Chubb led the team with 108 yards. Two touchdowns, one catch, and two yards, scoring 23.5. James Conner added a touchdown, but not starting. Jeff Wilson over Chris Carson did hurt. McLaurin and Slayton combined for just 14 points and no touchdowns from the receivers. And Tyler Higby busted and did not add a touchdown. The Chargers defense also disappointed against Bridgewater, allowing 21 points, just getting two sacks on him. Game number two. Let's double it up for this one. Prime time action. As Dave goes on the road in Morgantown and upsets number three Luke. 146.72 to 105.48. For Dave, he had eight starters scoring double figures. Drew Brees and Kyler Murray combined for 44 points. With six total touchdowns between the two. Derrick Henry led the team with 119 yards, two touchdowns, two catches for 11 yards, scoring 26 points. Jonathan Taylor also added a touchdown, and Singletary turned in 14 points to finish out the running back room. Wide receivers, Robert Woods led the receivers with 30 rushing yards, yep, rushing, five catches and 74 receiving yards, and a touchdown while Amari Cooper scored 13 points. Evan Ingram was the only non-double-digit scorer putting up just three, and the 49ers defense ended up with one interception, two sacks, two fumble recoveries, and just nine points allowed. Milestones for Dave this weekend. He moves into a tie with Nick for fifth and wins with 45. He moves into a tie with Ryan for fourth in Game of the Week appearances with 10, and he moves into a tie with Ryan again for Game of the Week, Game of the week wins with five. For Luke, he had just five starters scoring double figures, but he ended up 
being tabbed as the worst manager of the week, scoring just 83% of his perfect possible lineup, and also the underachiever of the week, scoring 23% below his projection of 136.15 points. For the quarterbacks, Carson Wentz ended up leading the team going 29 of 47 for 225 yards, one touchdown, two picks, 65 rushing yards with a touchdown scoring 21.5 points. Lamar Jackson added a touchdown too, but having Jared Goff on the bench hurt. His three running backs, Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, and Kareem Hunt combined for 27 points and one touchdown coming from Hunt. The wide receivers, Hopkins and OBJ, combined for 25 points, but no touchdowns. Zach Ertz added 7 for 70 from the tight end slot, and the Rams' defense busted, allowing 35 points against the Bills. Two milestones for Luke, his first loss of his career, which ties him for Aaron, ties him with Aaron for 17th in the longest losing streak at 1. And he moves into a tie with Christian for 11th in Game of the Week appearances with Two. Game three in our closest game of the weekend. Number two Christian defeats Bryson 143.5 to 127.88. The Blackout now have a career high seven game winning streak dating back to last season, and that moves them into a tie with me for fourth all time. On the other side, Bryson has now dropped four straight dating back to last season. For Christian, he had seven starters scoring double figures. At the quarterback position, Aaron Rodgers went 21 of 32 for 283 yards and three tutties, adding 12 rushing yards on Sunday night. He picked up the slack from Phillip Rivers as he added just one touchdown. Austin Eckler led the team with 59 rushing yards and a touchdown, but he had 11 catches for 84 yards, scoring 25.8 points. Kenyon Drake did not score in this one for the running backs. Allen Robinson led the receivers, 10 catches, 123 yards, one touchdown. Calvin Ridley turned in a 100-yard day, and Godwin added a touchdown. Travis Kelsey went 6 for 87 yesterday, and the Eagles' defense had eight sacks to make up for allowing 23 points scored. One other milestone for Christian in this one is he moves into a tie with Miranda for 13th all-time and wins with eight. On the other side, for Bryson, he had a respectable six starters in double figures. Tom Brady led the quarterback room with three tutties, making up for Minshew not scoring one on Thursday night. Dalvin Cook led the team with 181 rushing yards and a touchdown with two catches and 18 yards, but he did fumble once, but he scored 24.9 points. Kenny Galladay led the receivers as he scored in his season debut. Adam Thielen also added a touchdown. Jordan Reed left the game early and has already been dropped by the Warhounds. And the Bucks' defense had two picks, six sacks, and allowed just 10 points. A pretty big milestone for Bryson this week as he surpassed 9,000 career regular season points scored, being the fourth coach to do so in league history. Moving on to game number four. Number four, Dylan absolutely demolished Ryan. 206.14 to 101.16 in our biggest blowout of the week, and it wasn't even close. Dylan was tabbed as the overachiever of the week as he outscored his projection of 137.45 by 50%. The point total was also a franchise record, 
setting his previous record from week one of this season. And this also moves Dylan into third all-time in that category. On the other side, Ryan has now tied his career-long losing streak as it now sits at six games. For Dylan, he had eight starters in double figures. Russell Wilson led the quarterback room going 27 of 40 for 315 yards and five tutties. Five of them, count them up. And he also added 22 rushing yards. Baker Mayfield also added two touchdowns as well for the quarterbacks. Alvin Kamara led the team and was tabbed as the running back of the week with just 58 rushing yards, but 13 catches, Mr. Dump-Off Drew Brees. Kamara had 139 receiving yards, added two touchdowns, scoring 38.2 on Sunday night. Clyde Edwards-Elair added 134 total yards last night, and James Robinson scored twice for the running backs. Big, big weekend from the running back room. Tyler Lockett exploded for 100 yards, nine catches while scoring three times and being named the wide receiver of the week. Gallup also added a touchdown for the receivers. At defense, the Patriots added two sacks, three fumble recoveries, and a touchdown while allowing 20 points. One other milestone for Dylan as he breaks the tie with myself, moving into sole possession of third all-time in wins with 47. For Ryan, he had five starters in double figures. Joe Burrow led the team going 31 of 44 for 312 yards and two touchdowns, scoring 20.38. Cam Newton also added a passing score. Daryl Henderson added a score, but Naheem Hines had just 61 total yards from the running backs. Juju, Julian Edelman, and Mike Williams combined for just 19 points with one touchdown between the three. TJ Hawkinson had 53 yards, but benching Jonu Smith for him hurt. And then the Browns' defense had three interceptions, three sacks, and three fumble recoveries. And finally... Down goes number one as Chris pulls off the upset over Braden 155.08 to 123.08 as Braden's three-game winning streak is snapped. For Chris, he had seven starters in double figures. Dak Prescott led the team going 37 of 57 for 472 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, and also added 26 rushing yards but he did fumble, scoring 27.48 points. Justin Herbert added a passing touchdown as well. Mike Davis led the two-headed rushing attack with just 46 yards, but he caught eight balls for 45 yards and a touchdown. David Johnson punched one in as well. Cooper Cup led the receivers with nine catches for 107 yards and a touchdown. Tyler Boyd added a 100-yard day, and Corey Davis had 69 nice yards. The Colts tabbed as the defense and special teams of the week with three picks, two sacks, two touchdowns, and allowed just seven points against Adam Gase's Jets. One milestone for Chris as he picked up his 20th career century mark game. He is the ninth coach to do so in league history. Now let's move on to the week four standings that dropped earlier today. Christian moves up one spot to the top. Dylan up two to second. Braden dropping from the top spot back to third. And rounding out the top four, Chris, the biggest mover of the week, going from seven to four. On the outside looking in, Dave stayed at five. 
Luke was the biggest drop of the week, going from three to six. Eric moved up one to seven. I fell two spots back to eighth. Bryson stayed at nine, and Ryan stayed at ten. ESPN's pigskin pick'em results. Braden wins the week with his first win of the year. He won seven matchups this week. I had six, and Chris forgot to set his bets. Ends the week with a goose. I still lead the season series so far with 25 wins. Braden at 22, and Chris with 12. And now, for our week four game of the week. Our game day crew is going to be headed to Buchanan, West Virginia. As 2-1 Dave will make the short trip east on Route 33 to face 2-1 number 2 Dylan. Dave's 5-5 all-time in primetime appearances, and Dylan is 3-5. This will be their 10th all-time meeting as well. And that's going to do it for us here on episode 29 of Mountain Mama's Famous Fantasy Football League podcast. We got waivers going through tomorrow morning. Broncos Jets on Thursday. College football on Saturday. I'll see you guys Sunday morning. Peace out.